What's up, everybody? It's Tony Schiavone of All Elite Wrestling, and you're listening to Cassio's Cuts with my good buddy, Cassio, one of the greatest friends I've ever known in my entire world, one of the finest young men that I have ever met in my life, one of the funniest guys in the history of our great sport, a guy that would certainly put butts in seats. Am I saying all this right? Is there anything else? He's paying me to say all this. Enjoy the show. What's up, Candy Lickers? Pleased to meet you. Nice to know me. What you doing? You listening to another edition of Casio's Cut. Hey, Cam, look at me. Was burned down the school with gasoline. Say, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Say, white trash. White trash. Hey, kid, it's party time. We're kicking out the jams like the MC5. Welcome back to the weirdness, everybody. And if you're new, buckle up and enjoy the ride that is Casio's Cut Podcast. Got a very funny guest. Got a good friend of mine today. Comedian Henry Cho will be with us. But first, we got to set the table. Be sure you follow us on social media at Casio's Cut. That's on Twitter. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. Just type in Casio's Cut and we will pop up in front of you and I'm so excited. You guys showed out uh, like you always do, you candy lickers. We had our first ever Twitter contest, Twitter code word contest. And all you had to do was listen to the last episode, slide in our DMs, let us know what that code word was, which was tater. We made it very obvious. I told you what the code word was. And boom, you were entered to win a wrestling prize pack. And we entered all... 212 entries 212 of you slid up in my dms and let me know the code word to put you into the random name generator online here and the winner is mike booble mr booble you are the winner thank you sir we will be mailing your prize pack out as soon as you get us your address so congratulations this week we're having an instagram for another wrestling prize pack you can check out the picture of this prize pack on our Instagram. That's at Casio's Cut. C-A-S-I-O-S-C-U-T. Listen for this week's code word, and you could be our next winner. This time, it's Instagram exclusive. So just go to Instagram, go to at Casio's Cut, and slide in my DMs there with this week's code word. Merchandise headquarters can be found at Casio'sCuts.com. Casio'sCuts.com. I just got my Casio's Cut Little Debbie Mount Rushmore hoodie myself. Got that baby blue. As my wife, Big Booty Judy, says, I'm so icy. Plus, we've got all your other accessories, snack packs, koozies, the whole gambit there at Casio'sCuts.com, and we're adding more every time we can. My guest today is comedian and my good buddy, Henry Cho. He has been in the game a long time. One of the good guys that's in the stand-up comedy business. Going all the way back to the Arsenio Hall show, Bob Hope's Young Comedians. He's had his own MTV half-hour comedy special. 
when that was used to be a thing, VH1 stand-up spotlight as well. And he was in tons of sitcoms designing women. Lenny, the new WKRP in Cincinnati as well. He was even in Revenge of the Nerds 3, The Next Generation. He's been on all the late shows, uh, the late night talk shows. And he is my guest this week as we are coming to you live from the Stand Up Live Huntsville Green Room. How you doing, Cassio? Good to we're, see you, man. We're doing good. Uh, we, we just got through with a sold out show, rocking and rolling. It was a good crowd. Great crowd. You have, them all in. you have Harley Davidson boots. I didn't see that coming. Well, I had a Harley, so there you go. You That's still have the Harley? No, I got married. <laughs> had a bike my entire <laughs> life, 12 years old till 36. So and is that your last stand is to keep the my boots? My last stand. I've had these boots since 1991, and I'm not getting rid of them. My wife's like, are you still wearing those? I go, "Don't." yes, <laughs> I am. Yes. yes, I am. My, my Harley's on her uh, left finger. On it. <laughs> it's exactly what I did with it. You took a gasket out and made it the ring. Yeah, I, I took a couple I rings out. And, couple no. rings out. No, I sold it and put it on her. Oh, it was just oh, that's a sore subject, man. <laughs> nice boots. Thanks, man. That's what I meant to say. I should have said yeah, it that. There way. you go. Nice boots. I said. I yeah, bring up bad. My man. favorites. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, from Tennessee originally. Yep, born and raised Knoxville. Still in Tennessee. Back in Tennessee, yeah. After so you went around the world and came LA. back. Yeah, L.A. Long time. My middle kid was born uh, in uh, L.A., my oldest and youngest in Nashville. So when I was single, I lived right on the beach in Hermosa. Then we had one kid, and we moved uh, inland eight blocks to Redondo. So two kids moved uh, to Torrance, which is about a quarter of a mile. And then third kid, we came all the way back to Tennessee. <laughs> it just uh, You can't be near water with three kids, basically what I'm saying. Uh, and how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, this is my 34th year. 34th. So when... When you guys got together, you were already on the road. Oh, yeah. But you know what? That's why I was ready to get married because, you know, the last 20 years I've been able to kind of pick and choose what I want to do. I mean, there's some gigs I I definitely would never turn down once they're offered. Right. But for the most part, you know, 90, 95% of my stuff I do, it's on my calendar because I put it there. That's a big spot to be in in a comedy career. So, yeah, you know, but I've been doing it a long time. I mean, this is all I do. I don't, I just tell jokes, you know. Well, we we were talking um, when you came into the radio station, I, and I would like so I would like to before we go fun countdown mode. Biggest advice you give comics? Uh, write it down. Make sure it's your own, and if you can work clean, you'll get more work. But true or false? Harder to work clean. It is eighty percent harder to work clean. And you know who said that twenty five years ago? Who? Henry Cho. I got interviewed. I got. I was getting interviewed last year, and this young reporter, she was going, I read where it's 20, uh, 80, 80% harder to be a clean comedian. I said, uh, where are you reading that? She goes, it's right here on this article. I said, scroll a little lower. And she goes, oh, you said that. I go, yeah, that would have been me. She goes, where would that number come? I said, I just pulled it out of thin air. She goes, Bob Newhart, right after you concurred. I went, yeah. Bob, when I saw Mr. Newhart after that, he goes, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> that's about right. Made up so, so for uh, people who've never tried comedy or whatever, tell them why that is. Well, I mean, here's here's the thing. Back in the day, you know, it's different nowadays. And I'm not a prude. I love you know, I love Richard Pryor. I love anybody. You know, as long as it's funny. Right. But if it's just, uh, you know, if it's just there just to do it, and it has no substance to the joke, I I, I don't get it. Uh, why say it? But here's the back in the day. Uh, 
the whole the whole adage Seinfeld told me this in the eighties. Why work hard on a joke that you can't do on television? Because your whole desire back then, as it is now, is to get on TV and do a stand-up set. Well, you know, with Comedy Central and all these other ones, you can kind of be a lot looser. But back in the day, I mean, right. you had to adhere to standards. What's your TV 7 or TV 8? Or, you know, but that's what they used to tell you back then. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and then all of a sudden you've been doing a joke for 15 years and you had to change the wording on it. And then you go to do the Tonight Show or Letterman or something. And you haven't done that joke that way except maybe 10 times in the last two weeks. You've been practicing. And it just doesn't flow right. And you look like an idiot. And everybody knows it. So so, so you you were on Tonight Show. Yep. Um, Many times. With uh, Leno. Leno. I was Leno's first guy. I was supposed to be uh, Johnny's last guy. But really? He, yeah. But he, was, he announced his retirement uh, two weeks before I was going to go on. And everybody kept showing up just to show up. Oh, yeah. So I'd be... I'd be in the hall at NBC and go, oh, there's Clint Eastwood. He's not booked, but okay. <laughs> He's bumped. Uh, I got bumped uh, for six weeks. Six weeks? Six weeks I got bumped. But Carson, Mr. Carson was great, wrote me a letter. He apologized. So then Jay was going to take over, and Jay, because Jay bopped in to bump me. And he said, uh, <laughs> uh, he goes, you still hadn't gotten on? I go, no, dude, I'm right here. And uh, he goes, you know what? If you don't get on, you'll be my first one uh, on my first week. So I was there. First Strong. Week. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a trivia question. It, it could be, yeah. Could first be. one on the Leno tonight. Show. Yeah, first stand, first comic. Yeah, first stand-up. Yeah. So, what do you remember about it? Uh, it it was awesome. I mean, was it? Uh, it was, that, I will tell you that, that's the most nervous I've been doing stand-up since the first time I ever walked on stage. Really? Yeah. And how long had that been into your career? Eighties. Uh, I was six years. Six years. Yeah. I mean, that kind of sounds like a long time, but in, that's not very long in comedy world. No, nah, but I mean, I was doing, I, I moved fast. Yeah. I mean, I was doing stuff. So were you doing comedy and then moved out to L.A.? Yeah, I was doing comedy. Uh, started in 86. 88, I went out there and did a couple spots. And then I, I got asked and hired to be a warm-up for a Robert Guillaume show. But I said, dude, I don't even live here. And they said, well, you need to get here. So all my buddies... Who lived there said, man, you got to get here. We told you. So I moved in 89, January 89. And I mean, that year I did uh, Designing Women. I did uh, a couple movies and all kinds of great stuff. Super so fast. It was super fast. Yeah. But you got to take advantage of it, which you did. That's yeah. the hardest part. And I was, think a lot of part when people move out there, New York or L.A. or any big city, is you're going to get opportunities. It's whether you're ready for them or not. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it worked out great. And I was uh, all over it then. And... Uh, I had many, many different network deals throughout the years. And then my last one was CBS, 07 to 09. Uh, uh, Craig Ferguson was my executive right. producer. And then once it didn't work in 09, I was done for a decade and and because uh, I didn't want to raise my kids in L.A. So we moved back to Tennessee. And uh, so I circled back around 2019. I got approached back in June about developing another show. So I've already written the script. With my co-writer, Jim Hope, who was a showrunner, George Lopez, Chris yeah. Titus. Uh, Jim's phenomenal. He and I have written a bunch. We've been writing partners for years. So uh, that's where we are. We got the script. Uh, we're gonna, we'll start casting soon and uh, shoot it uh, very soon. So, But no, you, you can't announce yet where it's going? or No, where? I can't because I actually I, – I, I'm not doing network. I, I don't want to move back to L.A. even okay. now. Uh, so I'm going to sell it. And I'd only want to do 12 so that we're going to go streaming. 
because networks went to uh, you know 22, 24, and that's too much. So, so you can just do what you want to do and get out of there. Yeah, and if it goes, it goes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I still come do what we'll, I do. We'll be waiting to uh, hear about that whenever this comes out. And now we're going to do the countdown. Cause come on, we got another show about the rock and roll here. Sounds good. Ten questions. Okay. Ten to one. Ten. Name something that's a perfect ten. Will my wife hear this? No, no. See, it's what everybody says first. Uh, my wife. Your wife is not listening to my podcast. You're good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Nobody's is. That's right. That's right. No, not even mine. <laughs> What's a ten? Uh, Jessica Alba when she was twenty-one. Oh, strong. Yeah. I thought you were going to like your car or your former Harley. You went no. Alba at twenty-one. Yeah. Twenty-one. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. Nine. Something that's no more. Nine. Something, Something that's, that's no. Nine is the German word for no. Yeah. No more for Henry Cho in 2020. What are you done with? No more for 2020. Well, actually, just for, uh, till Easter because I gave up uh, road rage for Lent. Road rage? Yeah. My daughter, we let our kids pick like because we're idiots. <laughs> and my daughter picked. I have to be. And I'm not like a rager, but I do yell at <laughs> stupid people when I'm on the road. So I can't yell at anybody on the road. And uh, unfortunately, I forgot I was coming to Huntsville. So. <laughs> I've had to start over many days. <laughs> All right, eight. Uh, what's the last thing you ate? I think I saw it. Yeah, it was a uh, fettuccine with uh, olive oil and grilled chicken. What so, was it before that? Uh, it was fish tacos. Do you purposely eat after the show instead of before? Yes, because I don't want to be burping up there. It's not a <laughs> stomach thing. And the... Plus, you get tired. I mean, you know, if you get too heavy, <laughs> you know, you start Didn't digesting, happen. then your hands get cold. It's <laughs> not good. All right, uh, seven. Uh, give me um, seven. What did you want to be when you were seven years old? Seven years old, I wouldn't so be, you a, be when you a, a baseball player. Baseball? Yeah, I played baseball my whole life till I got hurt my senior year in high school. So mm. that's what I was going to do: play baseball. I thought, just like right. every kid. Yeah. So, yeah, especially in the south. Yeah, <laughs> you need to play baseball. Right. All right. Uh, so what? What changed well, after? So when did you th- say, hey, comedy's going to be the thing? Uh, my sixth year in college. I was... Uh, <laughs> sixth year. I'm not a good Asian, okay? <laughs> so I was uh, painting houses, and my buddy goes, what do you want, really want to do? I said, I'm going to try stand-up comedy. And they're like, well, you're not funny. And I go, well, yeah, but I think I can do it. <laughs> so I went up on a Monday night, a competition in Funny Bone, Knoxville, and I won. They hired me. I started uh, emceeing on Wednesday. Jeez. And I dropped out of college on Friday, 34 years ago. That's craziness. Yeah, totally crazy. By the way, you, that's almost like opposite of other people that get into comedy too. It's because their friends tell them they're funny. Right, coworkers. Mine told you mine. Should do I'm it not funny. Not, yeah, no. Yeah, stop. You're not funny. I know. But I think I can do it. <laughs> All right, that was six, five, five finger discount. What's the last thing you stole? Last thing I stole was a uh, rental car in uh, Denver, and I took it to Breckenridge this past uh, December because. Uh, it's a felony, by the way. Dude, you, you have no idea. So I show up, and you know my name's on the board, and there's no car. It says to go in the office. So I go in the office, and there's a line out the wazoo because something's going on with their computers. But I had an email on my phone what type of car I was supposed to get, and a guy pulled up in a one which was even a step up from what I had. But I said, hey, man, you know I reserved a car, and there's my name, but it says I have to go in. I showed him the email, and he goes, I'll just take this. So I got in, and I drove, and then the guy at the end was supposed to check my license and everything. Yeah. And he just goes, oh, you're preferred. Yeah, just go on. 
So I kept driving. And uh, so I told my wife uh, on the way to Breckenridge, I'm like, they have no idea I have this car. <laughs> you didn't you didn't check in anywhere. They have no idea. They have no idea. They have no record you were yeah. there. Yeah. And I said, I could keep this till the registration's due. <laughs> but I'm going to return it and see what happens. I'll return it. I told the guy when I return it, he goes, well, we'll see what pops up. And he put it in there. He goes, yeah, nothing popped up. You're good. Nothing popped up. Nothing popped up. Which is even scarier. Yeah. So I had a. I love it. Wasn't a red flag room. He's like, you're good. You're good. I had a tug. You brought it back. (laughs) It's more than most people. So I didn't really steal it, but I did. Yes, you kind of you half-assed on it. Yeah, because I did tell my daughter to jump in real fast, and I drove away (laughs) fast. Uh, Four is your Mount Rushmore of Little Debbies. We have a. It's a running argument on this show. Okay. Top four Little Debbies of all time. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm not a... It's the roll. The Swiss roll? Swiss cake roll. Swiss cake roll. Okay. Number one. Uh, do I need to toss or refresh her out? Yeah. you don't look like a snack cake I'm guy. not a snack cake, but you got to refresh You got me. Nutty Buddies. Nope. Oatmeal cream pie. Oatmeal's good. That's number five, though. Five? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know them. You're like, I'm all right. How <laughs> many do you... How many am I guessing? Four. That's number four. That's my favorite. You're like, that was five. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know what else is about right. it. Swiss roll and oatmeal. All so right. the ones in between are. You got are. zebra cakes? Yeah, that's two. The argument there is, do you, do you have the Christmas tree cakes? Oh. They're basically a zebra cake in the with shape green. of a Christmas yeah. tree with a little confetti. A little confetti, yeah. Those are good, though. Some I'll people argue that those are in their top four. Yeah. What about you know, the cosmic brownie? The brownie, yeah. Cosmic now brownie. Now the regular or with the M&M, the fake m and Regular. I don't like candy in any of my cakes. You don't like candy in your candy. Nope. Nope. Okay, so wait, 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 we might be a Swiss four roll. Here. Swiss roll is first. Oatmeal cream pie. No, no, no. Oatmeal's four. <laughs> okay. No, they don't have to go in order. Oh, you can oh, oh. if you want. Okay, no, no. Oatmeal. Yes. Yep. Uh, and then you did the Christmas cake. Christmas And then the brownie. Cake. And then the brownie. So no, not the uh, the regular like cupcake deal. Nope. Star crunch. Nope. Fudge round. Nope. Mini frosted donuts. Ooh, back up. <laughs> I'll take the mini. Uh, they have the mini muffins too, right? They, I think they have the mini. Muffins. Yeah, I think mini muffins and frosted donuts would kick out frosted the Christmas donuts are good. and the brownie. That's it. There's my four. You're gonna get heat for that. That's all right. <laughs> You're the first to throw muffins in there. So yeah. You but why well, you scream muffins? Well, I know. Three, three records on a deserted island. You got three albums. Uh, all three would be the Eagles. Okay. That's it. Not even one of greatest hits and then get some other? You're going all three Eagles. All three Eagles. I was asked which this, one? I was asked this a long time ago if I could only no, listen to one band I didn't for think the rest I of my life. See. No, no. But somebody asked me that uh, in an interview. Uh, Eagles. And, uh, Eagles, hands down. So. The last time you listened to Eagles. Uh, like, it, are you jamming it now? No, no. Last time I heard uh, listening to the Eagles was in a restaurant. I mean, okay. you know, I don't play music. You're when not I, 24-7 Eagles. I don't, play, I don't even play music when I drive. I mean, I'll drive, you know, several hours, and I, I don't. nothing's you, on. I what's just, on? Silence? Silence, I think, and I write. So It's dangerous in the car. Right. I know. Writing? No, in my brain I write. Okay. And then I, put, I say it in my phone. That's the new technology. So, they yeah. just shouting yeah. at your phone. Uh, two, if you're a wrestler, who would be your tag team partner? Ooh. Uh, Cena. Cena? Yeah. That's all time. Cause all I, time. I, so usually people ask whether it's going to be current or former. Well, but I don't care. But you just I didn't grew up with, with Cena. I grew up with Ron and Don Wright. <laughs> okay. So, 
and they're smaller the number one. But they're smaller than I am. So I don't really want them. Uh, and uh, number one, who's your uh, comedy idol? Who's number one for you? Oh, uh, if you'd asked me two years ago, I'd have said Bill Cosby. But, okay, yeah. But I've been drinking with Like in comedy, timing's no, everything. I've been drinking with Cosby, so I think we were drinking. <laughs> I can't remember if we were drinking or not. But uh, Who uh, made you get into it? Like who? Bob you Newhart. Listen New to Bob Newhart albums. And that you were like, I need to do that. That's no, the- but I loved it. But now thinking back, that was a big influence. Right. Yeah, Newhart. And then Cosby. Then Cosby. Who's somebody, oh, your favorite now? Oh, uh, contemporary? Yeah. Uh, Eddie Izzard. Big Eddie Izzard Fantastic. fan. Yeah. Izzard's great. You know, and then the other guys are my pals and my peers, but, you know, I love them too. I like... Uh, we were talking about on a, on a different uh, podcast, another comic. It's funny how... Uh, comics are friends and everybody assumes you're friends with them and then you're like but i, I don't ever get to see them no because we're all, we're, yeah, you're out all i saw I, I saw paul riser here last night and yes. uh we haven't seen each other in over 20 years but you but you still tell everybody your friends and the whole deal because yeah. you're both out on the road all the time yeah well he was doing tv since the 90s and you know he's just getting back in the stand-up and that's what we talked about i mean you know just picked right up and then we started talking about you know the comedy seller in the 80s and all this stuff. We, you know, we just reminisced. So. Well, next time uh, you come through, we'll do a longer one. I want to talk to you more about you know, getting in in that, in that time period. And everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like to knock it out and have fun on the first time. Definitely. This week's code word is Debbie. Debbie. D-E-B-B-I-E is this week's code word. So, uh, Henry Cho, tell them where they can find you online. Oh, wow. Uh, Facebook.com slash Henry Cho Comedy and HenryChoComedy.com. Everything I do is Henry Cho Comedy. Henry so. Cho Comedy, that's where they can find all the tour dates. Yep, that's it. And I'm not a big tweeter, and I'm not a big Instagram, but if you throw it on there, eventually I'll see it. <laughs> eventually. Facebook's the key. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I check that at least twice website. a week. Twice a week I check that. All right, there you go, Henry Cho. Thank you, brother. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks. Want to hear more of Casio in between podcast episodes? You can listen to the Jimbo and Casio Morning Show live 6 to 10 a.m. Central on therocket951.com. Casio comes over to the house all the time and we have barbecue. But what's always absent, or at least on the side, the sauce. Do you do white sauce? No, never had it, not going to. I was thinking, I was like, I don't remember. You, you always get the wings and stuff. Now you eat like, a, oh no, you go dry rub. On the on the ribs, Conrad. For for a big guy, you've got a lot of eating issues. You don't like meatballs either. See, here's what we're talking about. I've had to put in a lot of work to get this damn fat. <laughs> you don't eat mayonnaise. Ugh. Did you get sick off mayonnaise? No, I didn't get sick off mayonnaise. You just don't just like it. I mean, mayonnaise is the only condiment I know of that'll sweat on its own. <laughs> Listen live online or download the Rocket app for your tablet or smartphone. Just search WRTT Rocket 95.1 in the Apple or Google Play Store.